for the passion. Get ready for the banter. It's the Sedia A-Holes podcast. Forza, Tommy and Tony. All right, guys. How you doing? It's the City A-Holes with our special edition podcast. I'm Tony Vescuso. I'm here with Tommy Matera. How you doing, Tommy? Ciao a tutti. Ciao a tutti. Ciao a tutti. Allora, cominciamo, right? So I got my green and blue on today, Tommy, my Hartford Athletic kit. And the reason being, from 860 to 203, this nutmeg state is blue and green. We welcome New England's own Hartford Athletic star, Harry Swartz. Harry, what's going on, bro? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Really, really happy to be here. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it, man, that you came down. And uh, we're going to be uh, talking some uh, some USL championship and uh, how the league's going to be starting up. But um, sure. obviously want to get started right away, man. Um you grew up in uh, Needham, Mass, correct? Yep, yep. Right. So, Tommy, obviously being a coach for as long as we have, man, everybody, if you, you're living under a rock, if you don't know where Needham, Mass is, man, <laughs> every Memorial Day weekend, correct? Needham, Mass tournament, right? Um, yep. It, it, it was crazy, dude. This was, the first, this was the first Memorial Day weekend in 20 years that I didn't have to go to a tournament. I didn't know what to do. Like, I was just, like, it, it lost. Wow, wow. You know what I mean? It's un- unbelievable, man. This first have time. Have you been to the Needham one? The, the, Needham, uh, the Needham Memorial Day weekend one. Which, which, which one? Yeah, have you, have you been to it before? Yeah, 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 absolutely. We went to uh, uh, the one uh, last year was um, it was at Wheaton. They had a couple games at Wheaton. Yep. Um, sure. It's so big now. It's it's almost out of Needham. It used to be back. Right, right, right. And right. now it's everyone. Right. Everyone yeah. goes to it. It's like yeah, it's, it's like Manhattan. It's like the Manhattan soccer tournament that's yeah. all over New York City, not just Manhattan anymore. <laughs> exactly. Dude, we went. Dude, when Manhattan was having the tournament, ran right. We were two and a half hours out on Long Island. Like it was, yeah. it's no, you know what I mean? Like you can have, you could be uh, Randall's Island and then you could be all the way out in Long Island and they call it. Dude, the Manhattan I, had, tournament. I had two teams down there one year and I was in Yonkers for one team and Brooklyn yeah. for the other. And I'm like, this, 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 this yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, man. But That's so, crazy. so, uh, when I was up there, uh, Harry, there was a, a prep school, a beautiful mm-hmm. campus, dude. I don't know. I forgot what it was called. You remember what the prep in, school in Needham? In Needham, yeah. Saint St. Sebastian's, maybe? Yeah, yeah, that was the one, dude. It yeah, was a beautiful. Really, really nice school. Beautiful yeah. campus. Beautiful campus mm-hmm. going up there. But So tell us, uh, growing up in Needham, man, like you grew up, st- when you started playing soccer, like when was the, you played other sports? How did it all start? Uh, yeah, so no, I, I started playing at a young age. My dad um, was a soccer player growing up, up until college. And just Needham, it's kind of an athletic town and, and soccer is one of the main sports so growing up i kind of just had a passion for it and uh funny enough my my teammate here at hartford um max steves was you know a really good family friend throughout my childhood and and growing up so he always used to come over with his family you know we play soccer tennis just different types of games and uh yeah no i think from an early age, I just had a passion for soccer. I I played other sports. I played baseball. I played basketball. Right. Um, but soccer was the real, the real number one for me always. Absolutely. Go ahead, Tommy. Yeah. No. Um. So, but you were with the Bolts for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. You were Bolts boy. Um. I remember yeah. going to watch you play actually in the academy when I was doing oh, the really? recruiting. Uh, yeah, but I was I was at Southern Connecticut, and I don't think you were ever coming to Southern Connecticut. <laughs> so, um. But uh, tell me about your experience in the academy, because Tony and I did, uh, you know, uh, an episode about how the the demise of the academy, so to speak, and how it's obviously now being moved over into yeah. an MLS league and stuff like that. So 
just talk to me a little bit about your, you know, your developmental academy experience. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, it's kind of crazy. I, I saw that obviously over quarantine as well, and it's something that it, it came as a shock to me because you know when I was in high school, I, I got one year of uh, high school soccer before they made the rule where you know you got to either decide to mm-hmm. play high school or play academy. And what I was told and what I really thought and believed was that academy is the next big thing and it's gonna you know just grow players you know from an early age instead of having to play high school because you know high school is really fun it is like that's like the fun and then you get to academy in the spring like it used to be and that was where it's like all right now we got like better quality players and that's what it's going to be like now but with with academy becoming a full year thing i was like oh this is why wouldn't people want to do this you know play with the best all year round so it's kind of surprising and i don't really know as much about the new league uh, with the MLS league, but I always thought Academy was, was doing well from what, when, when I was there, I was there from the start. And then until I, I graduated, I think I played like four, four years of Academy and I, I really enjoyed it. I didn't realize that it was struggling as, as much as it was, to be honest. Right. Right. So who was your favorite coach oh. with the Bulls? Uh, I've got to say, uh, Brian Ainscoff. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's, yeah. He's the guy who got me to Northeastern. He's my coach from, you know, when I was 10 years old, he's kind of like a, a mentor to me throughout the years and uh, okay. into Northeastern. So, yeah, I've got to give it to, Cause to I, uh, Gaff. I, I know Painey really well, and I know uh, Marco Kuhlman and, and those guys. Oh, no, I, okay, so, yeah. So those yeah. guys were great, too, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, Painey's yeah, my guy, dude. I love oh, Painey. He's, so. he's the best. Yeah, no, he's yeah. doing really well right now. Um, yeah, he is. He had a great year with Assumption this year, too. Yeah. I was happy for him. So, yeah, no, he's, yeah. They're all great coaches, really. But yeah. Brian was, you know, my coach from a young age. And he of really course. just kind of, like, took care of me throughout my time and, and really developed me. So, I, it, but they're all great. Did you um did you know James over at Roger Williams, too, Harry? Because with, uh, he was with the Bulls for a little bit? Yes, yeah, yeah I right. did, yep. yep. Yeah, no, he's a good player. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. He's a really yeah. good player. When you jump in the session, he's really good. Yeah, yeah. He because I remember we were uh, he was recruiting a player from my high school team, and then I had talked to him about you know going to Hartford okay. Athletic Games. So he always I know Harry really well. I know Mac with the Boston Bolts yep. and stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, he's great. that's awesome. So now talk to us about uh, Northeastern, man. So you 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 get a full ride to Northeastern. Was it walk on? How does it how did it work with uh, uh, Northeastern? No, it, it wasn't it wasn't a full ride. Yeah. but I, I did get a, a, a nice. Um, scholarship so that was I, I think while getting recruited you know it was kind of a few factors like I wanted to play for uh, coach Ainscoff I wanted to stay local so my family could come to the games and right. I uh, you know I, I think at the time Northeastern was a growing program they had just finished you know top 25 at the end of the season won the CA championship when I when I committed and it was kind of like it seemed like everything was on the rise so I really just wanted to be a part of that um and Northeastern's obviously a good school, and I never would have got into it without soccer. So, right, definitely. Go ahead, Tommy. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, so, talk to me about the project over at Hartford. Like, what what's uh, you know, with Roddy coming in, and and what are mm-hmm. his goals and ambitions for the club for the next year, two years, five years? Has he talked to you guys about that? Uh, you know, I, I think Coach does a really good job at telling us kind of what's what he wants in us as players and uh you know demanding a lot out of us i'm not really sure what his future plan is you know past this year but i know he wants to win now um mm-hmm. which i think everyone could be on board with you know i think everyone on the team you know they pick the team 
knowing what type of personnel we have. And I, I think he mm-hmm. is the type of guy that we need to, you know, lead us hopefully to a, to a really successful season, obviously with everything happening right now, you're not really sure what that looks like, but right. so mm-hmm. far he's, he's taught me a lot, you know, the, the three months or the, the two months before COVID um, and now just being back then I, then I really thought I would have learned in that time span, okay. you know, right. it's just like different things that I see while playing that I never really would have thought of. And he just has so much information. And it's just like, every time you yeah. go to practice, you learn something new. Right. So now that's awesome. You, um, so again, with the, uh, you went to the, before the Hartford athletic thing, right? So you went to mm-hmm. the ocean city nor'easters, right? Was that USL two or was that? Uh, yeah, that was PDL. PDL. Like, yeah. USL, USL yeah. two. Right. Um, that was after my freshman season. Okay. I went to ocean city for right. a summer. Right. Um, and then I think after that, the next few summers I played for bolts cause they, they got a team and yeah. then I did like a little bit of traveling. Yeah. I, I went to, uh, the real monarchs in Seattle too, just to like nice. train with them for a few weeks. Right. Nice. So on, so on May 3rd, right. 2019, you signed with Hartford athletic and mm-hmm. now was this something that, you know, Jimmy had come out and scouted you and had communication with him or it was something else that how you got to, how'd you get, I, basically how'd you get to Hartford? Yeah, no, it's actually a, a kind of crazy story. I, um, was at the combine down in Florida at, at the beginning of January. Um, you know, didn't really know what to expect from it. I was definitely under the radar, I think compared to other guys. And I just wanted to go out there and work my, work my butt off and hope something, you know, maybe my name gets called. Right. Uh, and then the last day of our games, the day I actually was leaving, I uh, sprained my ankle like the first 10 minutes of the game yeah. really badly, which I didn't really know. I think at the time I was like, oh, like, come on, Harry, don't be a baby. Like, get up. Like, <laughs> just like keep press. Like it was 10 minutes in. It's kind of a, a really fair, honestly, a fair tackle that I went into and the kid got the ball and I was like, oh, like I thought I heard my knee pop, my yeah. leg. I was like, oh my God, like what's going on? I got up. I was like, all right, it's not my knee. I walked <laughs> off and, uh, I tried to just like keep running up and down the sideline, like trying to get ready. And I was like, you know what? Like, what's the smart move? If I go up there, I can't really run right now. Like I look even worse, you know, just to go out there. So, um, I made the decision just to not go back in. Uh, and then after that I was obviously crushed, but I didn't really like know how bad my ankle was. So I was going to come back and I was like, all right, what's next? Like, I, I want to, you know, hopefully preseason's right around the corner with any team. I'm happy to go. I just want to go improve myself. And I went to try and train with Northeastern one day. And I was like, maybe I am just being a baby. Like, maybe I'm not actually in that right. much pain. And I kind of, you know, started training that day. And like right away, like my leg was like not, not really working very well. It was kind of like giving out. I was getting yeah. beat like that I don't usually like to get beat like that. And I was like, okay, like something's wrong. And then I like sat out like 10 minutes into the session, went to get an MRI and they were like, yeah, you have like a very high ankle sprain. Like you should not be doing anything for the next like five weeks. Wow. Like don't, and that's like my, my doctor over at Northeastern is usually pretty wow. chill about things. And he knows yeah. what type of, what type of guy I am. And I just want, and he was like, honestly, Harry, <laughs> like I'm telling you, I know you're crazy and I know you just want to like play, but right. this is something where if you do want to play, you should, you should take this seriously and, right. you know, just re- rest, you know, do the bike. And I, and after that I was like, okay, like, and my agent, uh, who I should really thank for all this, he, he's been great. He's tomorrow kind. And, um, he's based out in, in Texas, but he's, he was with me at the combine, uh, with me. He's still with me. He's, he's so awesome. And yeah. he kind of gave me, you know, 
words of encouragement throughout that time. He was like, Hey, just keep doing you. Like, don't stress out about it. Like you just need to go out there and recover, rest, don't go too crazy. And then kind of when we come back and you can start running and playing again, that's when we can kind of, you know, ramp things up and we'll, we'll figure something out. Like don't keep, keep believing and and keep working hard. Mm-hmm. So throughout those weeks, I, I rested and, and tried to stay in as good a shape as possible. And, and, uh, after that, I kind of was, was feeling better. And he was, um, he's, he's really close with, with coach Nielsen. And he was like, do you mind Harry only lives like an hour and a half from Hartford? Would you mind if he come trained with you guys? Right. And I'm really close with Mac. And I was like, Hey dude, like, is it cool if I come like sleep on your couch for a bit? Like maybe like Monday to Friday, not right, really right, sure. Right. I'm just, you know, like I think I'm allowed to come train with you guys. I'm not really sure what's going to happen. He, he was so, so awesome about it. So each of our, was the one that was made the whole the whole move for me. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, I just trained for a week. Thought the week went pretty well. They had the first <clears throat> eight away games, so I think I came maybe when they played like the first five games. And uh, after that, they were like, "Yeah, just come back. Like, why not? Like, I get home, on, I drive back on the weekend. They play the game. I'll come back on Monday." Mac was was nice enough to let me stay another week, and then it kind of just escalated <laughs> to a point where. I was able, yeah, then they they were uh, willing to give me a contract, which I can't thank Jimmy and Itzmar and all those wow. guys enough to, for awesome. helping me out, yeah. Awesome. Go ahead, Tommy. That's awesome. So, Harry, quick one for you. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that guys talk about the transition from going college to pro and speed of the game and tactics and things like that. What's uh-huh. been the biggest adjustment you've had to make within yourself in order to, like, change your game? Because obviously, you know, mm-hmm. going from a three- to four-month season, ten-month season and things of that nature. I think, yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think I, I learned it a lot more in this off season where it's, you know, it's so short where, right. and okay. I'm used to, I think <clears throat> from the veterans on my team now, they kind of gave me some good advice where they know how I, you know, I, I want to be as fit as possible and always just have my foot on the gas. Like I'm not very good at slowing mm-hmm. down. I just want to keep going. And they were kind of like, Hey man, this is a long season. Like this isn't college anymore. You can't just go a hundred miles per hour for two straight months because you're going to burn out and you're going to get hurt. You're going to pick up knocks. And when I, I think my, after I got hurt and came back, got signed, I did go through that, that part in the season where I picked up a little knock and was out for a few weeks and just kind of going forward. I, I think I need to be smarter with my body. You know, if my body says, Hey Harry, like this is a little something like feel smarter about this rather than, just kind of run through it, which I've definitely done in the past. And it's, of course, it's we all did. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. What do they say, Tony? Youth is wasted on the young, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. So, so Ari, let's talk about the, uh, the, you know, last season, man. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, as I became a soccer fanatic and, you know, playing mm-hmm. and growing up in Connecticut, you know, there was nothing that I didn't, I, I was always dreaming of having a professional soccer team in, in the state of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I always thought it would be a great thing because I think there's a big following and, and, you know, and soccer is a big sport in, in the state. Um, so obviously we get this team finally, Hartford Athletic, and it's mm-hmm. phenomenal. We're playing at the, you know, the famous Dillon Stadium. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the season didn't go the way that we, we, we know what people were going to think. And right away they're going to think there's going to be a lot of success and stuff. But, you know, you guys were given a very tough situation with obviously playing, you know, eight straight away games. Yeah. Um, you know, very, very tough, uh, you know, break. But, you know, you had that um, the, the U.S. Cup uh, game that you played at Hartford uh, uh, University. 
and uh-huh. uh, beating the Cosmos, and and guess what? Yeah. You, and you scored that game, correct? Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, first goal and that was our and that was our first official win, right? So mm-hmm. just go go through that whole process of when you started up, and obviously those tough eight road games, dude, and then you come sure. back and you play in the Cosmos, which again, historic historic team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I but I will say it was just a little weird seeing them at Hartford University, dude. Like this is the Cosmos, and it's like. Right. But you did get that goal, so just go through the whole process of eight, those eight away games, and then yeah, obviously yeah, playing there. Yeah, um, I, I think for me it was it was a bit different than other guys, just because I joined the team so late. I joined, right. I officially signed uh, right before our home opener at Rentschler. Right. So I actually was with the team, but not really with the team through the first eight games. I think I joined. I think my first practice might have been after the fifth game, but. I, you know, looking back now, it's just it's tough because I, I think we did have a really talented team last year in terms of personnel, and our I think our coaches were great. And it, I think it's just you play eight away games to start off the year. You know, traveling every weekend, playing top teams, it, it really takes a toll on your body. You know, I don't really think I, I didn't really think about it at the time, but I was like, wow, like these guys have to go travel to play Pittsburgh, who's a great team yeah. defensive. Like it's just game after game, and yeah. it, it's just it was a tough start of the season just in terms of traveling, but also like the opponents. Uh, so, and I think uh, coach, coach Nielsen did such a good job at keeping us positive. Cause when I joined the team, like the way he, he interacted with us, it wasn't really a negative vibe around the sessions, right. you know, we right. still wanted, and it just stinks. Cause you know, after those first away eight, eight games and you, you don't have any points, it's pretty tough after that. Like, I think if you really, took our you know their ties that we should have probably won and that's three points and the difference but starting off 0 and 8 when teams you know had what is that like 24 points some teams had like 20 points yep. you know yep. and you have zero it's tough but yeah. um no I, th- I think joining the team then I was just happy to be a part of it and you know just had a chip on my shoulder just like all the other guys did and we just tried to you know work together and, and do what we could and I think it was just such a surreal feeling being able to be a part of the first ever win, um, yeah. you know, I, or even even the first game. In fact, like I, I didn't really know it. It came so fast. I was, you know, one day a practice player, and then two days later, I was able to start in the first game. Right. And I, you know, it, it's something that I, I thought of so hard in the moment, and then it just kind of it comes to you, and it's just like such a. I felt like I was living a movie, like while I was yeah. playing. I was like, oh my god, this, I can't believe this is like real life <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, it's awesome. Go ahead, Tommy. Yeah, no, I mean, so what's the goal prediction for next year? How many? The goal prediction? Oh, man. Yeah. Shoot. I don't know. Because I know I you, think... listen, I know I know you used to score quite a bit in the academy and in college, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not get thinking too I'm not thinking too well, little for an answer. Well, here, well, here's the thing, Tommy, though, about Harry, man. Like, this dude is a utility player, man. Like, literally, yo, I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Jimmy had him. Jimmy had him in every position but goalkeeper. I mean, literally, yo. But I'll be honest with you. I liked him as a wing back. I thought he, he we, I thought he, 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 he drops, he gets back, back, back behind the ball. He gets forward. He has an attacking, uh, you know, prowess. He take, you know, he's technical. He's always trying to turn attacking guys into wing backs. But that's what, yeah. But, but, but the thing is, you know that, you know, I, you know, you know, I like both sides of the ball, though. Right back. Right, right. But I like both sides of the ball. And he, and he defends. He gets back in defense. But yeah. So what? What's the what's the number, Harry? What's the number for the oh, goals? I don't know. Every time I say a number, I don't. Understand. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx myself. I'm just yeah. happy to help the team and hope right. we get some goals. So, I'm not so really real. Sure. So the real question would be: Is would do you see yourself in the USL in the next two to three years, or do you see yourself 
trying to make a move to MLS or do you want to see how the league grows? Because I know the USL is making tremendous uh-huh. strides in terms of their youth setup sure. and they have the mm-hmm. tier set up with, you know, USL, you know, two and one and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, wh- where do you see yourself? Have you even looked that far? Or are you just taking it day by day? I'm, I'm taking it day by day, obviously. I, I think for myself, you know, the goal is to play, you know, at a higher level always. And I'm my goal as a player, I'm not really sure how long I'll play. Hopefully it's a more years, like many more years to come. But at the end of the day, I just want to try and get as good as I possibly can. You know, if that means my highest potential is the USL or, you know, happy to, or if it's higher, then I just want to be able to reach that. I'm not sure. I would hope the MLS, I would hope, you know, maybe uh, over in Israel, I have citizenship over there. Um, Okay. But if it's the USL, then I'm more than happy. You know, I just want to try and get as good as I possibly can and, you know, see, see where it takes me. I'm not really sure where that will be. Okay. All right, so let's get into um, the roster now. So guys returning mm-hmm. from last year, Harry, right? So we got Alex is coming back, Davey, right, which I thought was a good yep. pickup, good, strong center mm-hmm. back. Uh, was in mm-hmm. the Chelsea Academy, correct? Right. Yep. Um, Bar- I, I think one of the biggest pickups that you guys had midseason was Barrera, without question. Uh, I think only- Barrera yeah, was just phenomenal. Um, yeah. Great pickup, great leader on the pitch you saw him communicating to you guys and you know distributing the ball great left foot um mm-hmm. and then obviously connecticut's own nikki downs coming back right ac connecticut yield that's yeah. it uh uh mads is coming back as well tommy you got to see this i don't know if you watched it mads free kicks are i mean at one point when mads took a free kick we we're like it's a guaranteed goal and that and that's the crazy thing. It's yeah. one of the only kids I think I've and I, I play with a ton of players growing right. up. But my whole like it's the one kid where it's like if he has the ball at the top of eighteen, yeah. I'm pretty confident something good's gonna happen. If yeah. he only makes a save, like I've never said. Like it's really just like it's just he hits it. I don't I don't know. You're right. Yeah, you look the, him up. He, it is free. Tommy, he he had a free kick against uh, the Cosmos, dude, and this ball just dropped like yeah, right in crazy. front of the keeper's hands, like, and it just went right. Yeah. Over. It, it was crazy. The bottom just dropped out of this thing. But uh, then, obviously, Dixon coming back as well, um, uh, and then uh, your, your boy Max Steves is going to be there too. I got to tell you a funny yeah. story with Max Steves, older, right? Yeah, Last yeah. year he's number he was number nineteen, correct? Uh-huh. So all the jerseys that they gave us, right? All the jerseys, Tommy. If you could see my jersey, right? It says nineteen, right? So everybody was like, "Was he thinking he's like, yo? Does everybody have my jersey? Like, was that was a thought or?" It's so it was just so funny. Yeah, I think I think he picked a good number. I don't think yeah. that was on purpose, but he yeah. realized. I, I know he wore nineteen, but it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 2019 Hartford's inaugural season, they right. made him all jerseys of Max Steves. Right. So you got you got uh, Rowdy now at, as the coach at the helm, and obviously you know phenomenal career and and being U twenty three with uh, Southampton. Tommy, I don't know if we we've t- the, you know touched on this or discussed this but when we've uh, you know obviously talked football, but um, Southampton's academy. Do you know who's come through Southampton's academy? Oh, it's insane. So first of all, obviously the biggest one is Gareth <laughs> is Gareth Bale, right? We got Alan Shearer, Walcott, Luke Shaw. Uh, Chamberlain, Oxley Chamberlain, Adam Lalana, dude, Matt Letizia has been there. I mean, the, the, the academy is insane that's been there. So where I'm going with this, Harry, has there been any – I know Tommy kind of touched on this a little bit. Is there any aspiration to play in Europe? And, and having now this connection with Southampton, like, is that something that's been the dream to kind of go and play there? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, 
you know, kind of like I said earlier, I'm not really sure what the future holds, but if it's, if I get the opportunity, if hopefully I, I play well enough and, and get the opportunity to do something like that, then yeah, that's a dream. You know, right. it's tough to say sitting here right now before the season starts what's going to happen, but hopefully I can go out there and, and work my butt off and, and hopefully help the team out and do well. And then, right. you know, the future, yeah, I, I would like to, I guess, to, hit, to answer the question Absolutely. for sure. That would be, that'd be a dream. Go ahead, Tommy. Um, so what would be the biggest differences you think you saw between Jimmy and Roddy? I, it's a good one. That's a good question. Well, I think, I think the similarities is pretty, pretty and it, or, Yeah, similarities even could it be tactically, could it be, you know, whatever. I think, I think both of them just have this persona about them where you want to play for them. You know, they both are just alpha, just motivators where they have different ways about it. But they both, at the end of the day, like you, you want to go to war for either of those guys, right. and you want to go battle for them. Yeah. So I think I've gotten lucky, um, you know, throughout my my life with coaches. But yeah, these last two have been great, and I I love Jimmy and, and Roddy's been awesome so far. And you just want you want to play for these types of guys. Right. Right. Yeah, because I I, I will. They're like Tony, they're like Tony Viscusos. Then. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I, like, but I will say, you know, you saw with Jimmy that he was that player's coach. You know what I'm saying? Like he was that guy to put his arm around you and stuff. But he was put in such a, t- a, a difficult spot, man. Because such a tough you spot. saw. I mean, Tommy. Again, we'll and we'll get to games, Tommy. And we got to get you out there to the Dillon Stadium stuff. And to- Tommy's yeah, only been a. Tommy's only been to Dillon with uh, when he played uh, UConn, right? Because UConn was uh, UConn this year. right was oh, playing yeah. there. Right, right, right. And so, but anyway, with, with regards to Jimmy, man, you saw that he was put in such a tough spot. And then the, the formations were changed so many times. Like I said, Harry was playing in all different positions. Um, you know, he was playing a 4-1, 4-1 at one point, 4-3-3 at one point, three at the back. Like it was just switched so many times that I don't think he really got a t- a, you know time to put that philosophy in. For me, I like to see a lot more maniacs on the sideline. I like to see an Antonio Conti. Um, the guy from uh, the River Hounds, I love that dude, Bob, uh, Bob Lee, oh, Bob, yeah. with the guy yeah. with, and I think um, uh, Polisic's uh, father is the uh, assistant yeah, coach there, yeah. and I, I I just love guys that are maniacs on the sideline, man. You know, those mm-hmm. are the guys. But yeah. I got it. So basically, Dillon State has been phenomenal. It's been beautiful. Rensselaer, when it was, oh, you know, when we were at Rensselaer, the, the screen at the Rensselaer was insane. Like oh, you had this my big. God. It was Rensselaer. It's so crazy. How yeah. I didn't realize being, you know, I'm from the New England area. Right. I didn't realize there was a beautiful grass field like that. Yeah. I mean, the difference in it, I've never seen a grass field in New England look even close to that. Right, right, right. And it was it was just beautiful. But making that transition to Dillon Stadium, obviously the scoreboard might get, you know, we need to get a little bit bigger because it was <laughs> yeah, just like yeah. that. The transition was crazy. But um, mm-hmm. so, you know, they've done a great job in terms of bringing in, you know, those casual fans and maybe people that maybe haven't supported soccer yet. You know, we're still working on getting those hardcore you know you know connecticut mm-hmm. soccer uh, fans coming to games and stuff but yeah you know I, I gotta tell uh, tell a funny story man it's uh yeah for, I, I think it was atlanta the, the heated game that you guys played it was it atlanta uh united two it was a heated yeah. game it was a it was a battle and there was a pass back from right and it was oh sporting, sporting. and they and they scored and they oh, scored on it was like the dying minutes oh. Yeah, yeah, so, you're up two zero, right? Right, you guys were up two zero, and then they ended up tying the game. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is, and again, going back to the casual fan, when the mm-hmm. ball was played back, the player obviously from Sporting was in an offside position, but because yeah. it came from obviously a Hartford athletic player, they're not mm-hmm. offsides anymore. 
When I tell you the argument that I had in the stands, Tommy, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, literally, I had to, I had to scream at people to be like, dude, he's not offside. Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? Like, and they're all looking at me like I had freaking four heads. I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm telling you, he's not. It came from us. There's no way yeah. he's off. No, but was, uh, was a, yeah. that was a, that was a tough one, man. Because you know what, we we worked. You guys worked so hard to get these victory. You know, the victories are a yeah. draw or something, and then mm-hmm. right there, you know, it was it was tough. No, exactly. And Woj, you know, you feel for Woj, who's just one of the best team guys I've been around. But you know, he he made up for it. He was so clutch in so right. many situations right, exactly. throughout the season. So exactly. I think it happens. You know, it was obviously unlucky, and it happens to happens to everyone but Woj battled back and yep. you know he scores the winner against Tampa he scores the you know right has the, the winning goal against Atlanta like he, he did so many good things for us so right. yeah no Woj is Woj is one of the one of the best guys I've been around for sure absolutely so uh, uh Harry let's get into um so obviously this is a city I show man right so we always have yes, to say yes, some kind of news so just just bear with us yep. man obviously you want to chime in and we'll ask you some questions with yeah. it just a couple things so Tommy Cavani reunion with Napoli or Atleti or Inter, man. What do you think, man? You want uh, you want the Cavani back over at Napoli or what? I, I definitely don't think he's going to go to Inter. Okay. Um, I think I think for me, he, he wants to win trophies, and I think he's going to go to Atleti. I would love to have him come back. Yep. Um, but but I think he's going to go to Atleti. If I'm yeah. being honest about it. Harry, what do you think of Cavani, dude? I, he's a he's a natural goal scorer. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I I rate him a lot. I, I yeah. think he's a really good player. Absolutely. I think you know, that I think, it, I think Atleti is a good uh, fit for him because again, if you think about in that system when you know obviously um, you know uh, they're they're only you know Atleti is only is a team that's only going to need one goal. You know what I mean? And they're going to shut it mm-hmm. down. You know, and and yeah. by the way, Ter- Harry, we're, we're we're apologizing about talking about Atleti. I know you don't like Atleti right now. They took out Liverpool, man. I apologize about that. <laughs> no, but, yeah, um, I understand. No, I, I, I do like Simeone a lot. Yeah. I like how they they yeah. kind of buy into. Right. I mean, if I saw a video on Twitter, I think it was the other day, where it was like the the counter the the commitment of the you know ten players on the yeah. like it was insane. Them coming back. On a full sprint off a, off a counter attack, coming and getting behind the ball and making sure they don't they take a lot of pride in defense, which I I really admire. Yeah, but the other thing the other thing too is what I feel is like you know it's 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 a tough. But I think Joao Felix made the wrong choice with going to Atleti, man, because he's mm-hmm. not. I don't think he's benefiting in that system. I think that they you know he's such an attacking you know uh, threat, and Where I don't do you think, think he should have went. Uh, to be honest with you, somewhere like maybe like a Barca or something like that. Tommy, what do you think? Uh-huh. I thought he should have stayed at Benfica another year. Think another year? Yeah. But that again, he, he, he just he, he's that attacking threat, and I don't think he's enough on the, I don't think he's on the ball enough at Atleti, which obviously is going to happen. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so moving on, uh, Inter target and Juve, Alonso from Chelsea, dude. I don't want him at, at Juve. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I think I don't think he's. I do not think he's a physical presence at all. I think he's got a good left foot. I think he can get up the pitch, but I think he's again like your typical, you know, wing back nowadays. Not like Harry, by the way. I just told you, Harry gets back <laughs> behind the freaking ball and you know does his job. Um, what do you think of that, Tommy? You think probably a better fit at Inter, but again with Inter, man, are they just buy, are they just buying everybody from Chelsea, dude? Like anybody that was kind of going through their, yeah, um, you know. I mean, listen, I, I think I think he suits the way Sadi wants to play. Uh, okay. Whether or not Sadi's going to be there next year is a whole other question. If I have anything um, to do with it, Sadi won't be there. 
<laughs> Where do you think he'd be? Okay, well, we're who Sa- uh, Saudi or Alonzo? Saudi. Uh, I, I, Saudi. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Go ahead, Tommy. It depends on who's available. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think if for some reason people are enamored with certain coaches. Yeah. Um, but I think it, for me, unless you guys are going to get somebody that's in the top five in the world, you shouldn't get rid of Saudi. Yeah. Well, that's just me. Um, we'll get him. We'll get rid of him and bring in, in you know. Zidane, we're going to get Zizou, man, when he wins. Uh, we're going to get Zizou some. <laughs> that would be awesome. But, um, but all right, so. I mean, he, he suits the way Saudi plays. It makes sense. Yeah. So. He, he, would, he would fit that system, right? But, again, another Chelsea guy that's trying to, I don't know. But uh, anyway, let's go over the Copi Italia preview. Obviously, big, massive game tomorrow. I didn't even realize the EPL starts tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, um, crazy. So 3 yeah, o'clock Eastern. Arsenal plays Man City tomorrow. Right. Uh, again, I, I don't care about that. It's Juve, it's Juve <laughs> Napoli, dude, Copa Italia, right? <laughs> so we'll obviously be on the show tomorrow with the Tifosi takeover. It's going to be starting off with me and Gabagool, and then Tommy will get on. Uh, Baggio will be on there as well, and we'll go over everything. Obviously, after the show, we'll discuss you know, and congratulate Juve on their victory. And then uh, we'll uh, talk about the uh, City A this weekend. But Harry, I gotta know, man, who do you th- who do you got, Napoli or uh, Juve tomorrow, dude? Who do I want to win? It's okay, you can tell him. Who you can tell him? Yeah, let's let's. I, think I want you know, I I want Nap. I I'd rather Napoli win. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I. I Harry, I, I thought Harry, I thought we were good friends, man. I know, I know. <laughs> I kind of rooting for the underdog there. I, I yeah. think Juventus is—they're just, you know, so powerful. Yeah. I don't know. It would be cool to see. I guess I'm rooting for a good game. Yeah, it'll. Yeah. I don't. If you saw the last two games, I don't think it's going to be a good game. I think Tommy agrees with that. <laughs> Because I'll tell you right now, what was Reno Gattuso, besides kicking uh, uh, Chucky Luzano out of practice, what was he practicing today? He was practicing PKs, Tommy. So you already know where this game's going, dude. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. The only thing that, that is good for you guys is you can't play any worse than you did in the last game. No, so. it's only, there's only, we can only go up from here, right? If, if you play like that, we'll definitely beat you tomorrow. So, Tommy, what do you got? So, so uh, Harry wants uh, Napoli to win, uh, and then what do you got? What do you got, Tommy? Obviously, you want Napoli, I, but what do you got think, a scoreline? I, yeah, I think I think we're gonna win two one. Okay, I do. I think we're gonna win two one. Harry, give us a play, Harry. Harry, give us a score. Go ahead. Open enough where we'll hit you on the break. Yeah, Harry, give us a scoreline. Um, you know, shoot, I'm gonna go with with Napoli one zero. Gonna hold CR to no goals. All right, all right. I'm going PKs. I'm going PKs, and I'm going. I'm going uh, Juve to win in PKs. That's what I'm going with because they're going right to PKs. They're not going to be having the uh, yeah any, no uh, additional right. time. So all right, so Harry, let's uh let's end it on this, man. We got some fun questions sure. for you, dude. Um, yeah, you know, sure. we know that you're a a Liverpool supporter. Your your pops works with uh, with the Red Sox, right? Correct. Yeah, he he works uh, in the souvenir store at, at Fenway Park. Okay, so the first one I got to ask you, man. I don't if you know again if you're listening to the show. Um, you know, we talk a lot about food. We talk about a lot about Italian culture and stuff. I love food. Yeah, I'm um, actually uh, 25% Italian. Oh, there you go. All right, dude. Yeah, okay. All right. Half, bad. My mom's half Italian. He, yeah. he just went up a pig. He just went up a pig. I think, <laughs> Tommy, I think my, I think our pinkies are 25% Italian, right? We. Just, <laughs> I think my pinky nail is 25%. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, by the way, too, I'm, uh, I think it was our fr- the first Hartford Athletic win at Rensselaer, uh, Harry. You got to correct me if I'm wrong. I met you at uh, the barbecue place 
in oh, uh, that was Indy. That was the Dylan first win at Dylan. The first win at Dylan, and I met you yep. at uh, Cooking the Bear. Remember that place? Yep. Oh, and Tommy, this place bad. was freaking phenomenal, dude. Their brisket was, and they had oh. they had the best drink names ever, dude. Right? Their the drink <laughs> names were from like Anchorman. So one of them was like Scotchy, Scotchy, Scotch. Like it was, they had the best names for drinks. Mm-hmm. Like it was so, and I think uh, one of them was like for shizzle or something like that. It was <laughs> something crazy. Like Kim, Kim ordered it. But anyway, I saw uh, Harry there and we were talking, you know, barbecue, he likes barbecue, whatever. And that was the last time that that place was open. They actually yeah, closed yeah. after that. Yeah. That, I think I wow. it was the last night it was actually open. The last night, yeah, dude. It was it crazy. Was, I wow. can't believe it. I, I right. finally found some barbecue I like <laughs> yeah. here. And it was the last night it was open. Right. So, so t- Harry, you obviously been to the north end of, of Boston, correct? You've been to the north oh, of end. Course. Right. Yes. So I gotta I gotta ask, man, have you been to New Haven and had Abits there yet? Have you had Peppies? Have you been down to our uh, to uh Oh Worcester yeah, Street? no, my my roommate Nikki and I There you go. We love our pizza. Yeah. And we go to New Haven most off days yeah. to treat ourselves. We actually went this is I don't know if this is embarrassing or it's it's legendary, but we went and we got uh a medium of Pepe's, a medium of Modern, and a medium of Sally's. There you go. All, yeah, we had all of them in front. We we talk about it all the time about doing a take because we you know we like we're big pizza guys. Yeah, like all the places, but we've never had one with the other. So we sat in the park and ate, did like a little taste test. So I gotta know, man. Okay, because Tommy's yeah. big time Sally's, right? I'm Pepe's, yep. and you literally just did exactly what me and Tommy, C. Bajo, and Gabagool want to yep. do because we want to finally get the. You know, to say, sure. you know, again, we know New Haven, it's Abitza there. And obviously with Nikki being in Yale, you don't you don't go to Yale and you don't obviously stop by, uh, you know, Worcester course, Street there. So is it North End Pizza or is it Sally's, Pepe's or Modern? Which is your favorite? It's it's New Haven Pizza by a mil- But which New Haven Pizza, man? Okay, we got to have. So, we get- this is, so <laughs> I'm a Pepe's guy. I'm a Pepe's guy. I do. I think there it is. My number one, but. It's, you know, this is going to sound so nerdy and pizza-wise, but I think the, the cheese in Pepe's is just, like, different level. It does, but, like, the Sally's pizza is pretty, like, the way they do their bread and yeah. everything, they're pretty damn impressive. Like, yeah. I think yeah. I personally like Frank Pepe's more as a taste, yeah. but, I mean, they're, you know, they're nice. They're they're so good. And if yeah. you ask Nikki, he would say he likes Sally's more. But I think okay. the day we went... It was a little tough because I, I think, you know, I think Sally's is pretty consistent. Like, I think Frank Pepe's might have had, like, a little bit of an off day. Yeah. Because I, I would say Sally's won that day and okay. won the, the big taste test. But yeah. I'm a Frank Pepe's guy. Okay, good. Tommy, what do you think of that, man? I mean, he had to give you one. He picked Napoli, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's have some fun now here, uh, Harry. Let's. Uh, so you have to keep one, right? Sure. You have to keep one. This is for Liverpool. Sala, Mane, or Van Dyke. You have to keep one of those guys. I have to keep one. You have to keep one of those guys. The other guy, the other guy's got to go. The other guy's got to go. You have to keep uh, one. Wow, that is Sala, Mane, or Van Dyke. I mean, this, this to me, this is the easy. I, you know me, Tom. You know who I'm I going with. I think I would keep. I think I would keep Van Dyke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, since he's been there, they've really yeah. taken it to the next level. But you know, that's such a tough. You don't know what happens if, if, if one of them, if Van Dyke is there and then no Salamane, maybe right. they're not scoring goals. They're right. losing, you know, it's right. Tony, but Tony, can I do a part B? Go ahead. 
So what, what if it was the front three, Harry? You oh, had to only keep one with, of the front three. With Bob. Oh, my God. Because I know who I would take, I, and it's not even it's not even close for me. It's not even close. I know I, no. I know who you would take, Tommy, and I think I agree with I, – I, I'm thinking the same guy. I'm saying Bobby Firmino for, for, for sure. Yeah, me too. I'm keeping Bobby? him for yeah. uh, every day of the week. Every day of the week. He does things. I mean, he's kind of the the guy who might not score as many. He does so many things. So much work. Those guys. Yeah, I, I think I think he I think he occupies defenders so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like one of the best two or three guys in the world at occupying space and occupying defenders to create space for others. Uh-huh. It's sickening. Like it's sickening. So who, just... who would you take after that if you had to pick between Mane and Salah to keep which one? Mane. Mane. I think Salah is the worst of the three. Okay, I would take Mane as well. Over. To me, to me, I think Salah has maybe a half a season left, and it's it's all downhill from there. I think that he's so one dimensional, and in terms of what he he wants to do with that left foot, and he, and there and again, I've heard I've talked to Liverpool fans, and they get so furious <laughs> with him taking the additional touches, additional touches, additional touches, and trying to get it to that mm-hmm. left foot and curl it. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, that's a, that was a that was an interesting uh, question there. But so here's the second one, Harry. The yeah. Red Sox are in the World Series. Oh, okay. Wow. You have t- front row seats, like right up front, like right behind home uh-huh. plate, right? <laughs> but you also have Champions League tickets at Anfield. Where are you going? <laughs> so I guess. So, <laughs> I, 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 I got it. I'm going to Anfield. So I, I've always said, um, you know, growing up a soccer fan, being a soccer player, right. I need to go to Europe and watch a game. Like, right. I think the atmosphere. I've lucky enough. I, I guess not many people can say this, and it's going to sound spoiled, but I've been um, to my fair share of World Series games for wow. the Sox. You know, that there you go. They've been pretty successful. Lucky enough, I've been able to go to a few games. But I think as a soccer fan, and you know, even non-soccer fans I talk to that go to Europe to watch a game. They just say that I just need to need to go. Like I was in Israel this uh, past off season, and I got to see Maccabi Haifa play. Wow, and that's awesome. They um, their stadium was was unbelievable. And I couldn't imagine what Anfield is like if I right. saw that, and I was in shock. You know? Right, 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 right. All right. So one, maybe we probably know the answer to this already, but one food you cannot live without. I mean, the pizza is is it might be pizza. Honestly. Is it new? But is it New Haven pizza? Yeah, so it's funny. Like, I, it, it's just like I got so spo- I got so lucky being in Connecticut it, near New Haven, where now, now I, I compare every pizza I have to New Haven pizza, right. and and really, there's the place Regina's in the North End in Boston that is like, it's not it's not the big three, it's not Modern Sally's right. or, or Frank Pepe's, but it's like the next step below. So right. if I'm in Boston eating pizza, I go there. But right. yeah, New Haven pizza right. is is different level. All right, so uh, greatest soccer moment moment to this point. point. Playing wise, Play, yeah, uh, just you're in your career. Just what's the greatest soccer moment in your career to this point? Greatest soccer moment in my career. Um, I think it has to be you know signing with Hartford Athletic, scoring yeah. my first goal not too soon after yep. signing with them. Just and it's just it's kind of that one moment, but it really is. It's just like. To me, it's kind of one big moment, like being here, and it's been so surreal. Yeah. You know, every day I get to I get to wake up and I get to play soccer. I still don't really think about it as a job. You know, in college, I'm juggling school, which I can't say I was the greatest student in, and I, 
you know, had to not, I worried about soccer only, but then I was like, oh shoot, I, I just finished practice, which was awesome. Now I have to go write a paper. Now yeah. it's like, I go to practice and like, I, I sometimes pinch myself and I'm like, wow, this is all, this is all I have to worry right, about. Like, this, right. is, this is unbelievable. Last one. And it's the most important question. Okay. <laughs> and anybody that's been to Dillon stadium, they know this and, and it's, it's something uh-huh. that. I missed the I missed the game watching the games, but this is definitely something. I missed. Have you ever had a Dylan dog? I have not. You have not had a Dylan dog. dog. Never had a Dylan dog. Wow, wow! The Dylan dogs are phenomenal. Level? Oh, they're great. Do you put on it? Do you just nothing? I don't put anything on it, man. I just eat it just like yeah. that, man. It's phenomenal, Tommy. When we go, man, we gotta get a, we gotta definitely get uh, some Dylan dogs it's for Dylan sure. Dylan dog, huh? Yeah. Didn't they, have, they had some good vendors, didn't they? Have Chick Fil A as well. Last they had Chick Fil A for a couple, yeah, a couple game? games and stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, but the only thing I'm gonna say about the 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 games, man, I'm not a big fan of the tailgating to soccer games. It's just I'm I, I guess I'm a it's too American for I'm, you. I'm too I guess I'm like Euro like a Euro snob, dude. I, I it's just <laughs> I so I always tell my wife I'm like, listen, we're gonna go to a restaurant, you go to a you know a bar, and then walk down to Dillon Stadium and oh, kind of yeah, sure. you have the scarf around your neck, like kind of put that whole. And the funny thing is, I'm I, the funny thing is, me and my wife are the only one that are doing that. Everybody else is tailgating and they're having a great time and stuff. But we gotta get you guys to a dollar beer night game. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely. Uh, we're de- well, I'm season ticket holder. I got two. I got two seats, by the way, Tommy. Is that for you? One for you. What'd you say, dude? What'd you say? Tony will be driving that night. Well, I, you know, dude, I don't. I don't drink, dude. So I, I'm yeah, I I definitely gonna stuff like driving. that. But listen, uh, Harry, thank you so much, dude, uh, for uh, you know getting onto the show and talking to us. Thank July eleventh is when you guys kick off, yeah, correct? It's been awesome. <laughs> no, I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. it what about is July eleventh the day you uh, you guys are starting up again? Yeah, that's that's what we are the, the date where we're hoping to start up by. We're not entirely sure yet. Hoping yeah. to get a schedule with the next you know week or two. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Shooting for July 11th. Can't wait to get back out there. Absolutely. All right. So again, uh, Harry, thank you so much, man, and we'll uh, and best of luck with the upcoming season. Hopefully, we can get out into some games, and uh, you know, yeah, you have fans in the at Dillon sure, Stadium again. Sure, and so, sure. yeah. Thanks again, guys. But thanks so much, man. All right. We'll see you guys later, Tommy. We'll see you later, dude. All right. All right, guys. Thanks, bye. guys. Bye.